Welcome back, everyone, to Real Presence Live, as we are just on the doorstep of the celebration of the Christmas season. Uh, Father Jason Leffer is joining me, Father James Gross, as we are here on location at the uh, General Store, the J-Mart, here in Pizek. If you are nearby, please drop in for the remaining few minutes of our program today, or whenever, for such great uh, uh, candy supplies and other goodies that they have available here. And at this time, we have a, a, a great friend of ours, a great friend of the network and the program, the uh, Bishop of the Diocese of Winona, Rochester, Bishop John Quinn. Welcome to Real Presence Live. Oh, thank you. It's always a blessing to be here. Thank you for uh, always the invitation. I, I feel very honored to be with you. It's uh yeah we're getting to be like an like an old shoe right <laughs> no I'm I'm the old shoe you oh no <laughs> I'm the old all. shoe you folks have the youth and spirit and energy uh, I'm still trying to uh, I'm the what they used to call the Jarrett's Hall generation uh, you would maybe your grandparents remember that it was for tired blood. Uh, to go ahead and get energy. You always have that. I have to rely now completely on the Holy Spirit, uh, and the Holy Spirit comes through. You bet. Well, I must be old enough because I remember the Geritol commercials, but we're we're not thinking about Geritol. We're thinking about your wisdom, Bishop. You're full of beautiful wisdom, and we love to tap into that this morning. Wonderful. So one thing we're going to talk about is a reading that really becomes prominent in these final days of Advent from uh, Chapter 1 in the Gospel of Luke, and within that reading is a special yes that changed the course of history. What is this yes that you are going to be uh, visiting with us about today? That yes is the yes that changed the course of all of history. It's the yes that Mary, in her heart, expresses to the Lord to the, through the angel that she is willing to accept God's plan for the salvation of the world. And Mary's great uh, yes is that while she, you know, did not know exactly how all that was going to play out, she didn't get any guarantees, but she was willing to do what uh, God had asked of her. So that's the yes, uh, surrendering to God and allowing the Lord to work through her to bring the Savior of the world. So a yes is very important. And if she had said no, I'm not sure how God would have then, you know, uh, brought his plan about. I just know her yes was essential. You know, Bishop Quinn, I always, you know how the Psalms and so many times in the liturgy and different points, it talks about singing a new song, sing the new song. And even I think at the Immaculate Conception, that liturgy, the, the antiphon or the response of Psalm is singing the new, new song. And I, I always think of, of Mary's yes as the new song, you know, compared to Adam or Eve's no to God. Is there a sense that her yes is that new song? Is that kind of a, is that a correct way to think of it? I think that's a beautiful way to, to think of it. And also for ourselves that, you know, the, the song that should be sung in our hearts of praise should be the yes to God and to God's plan in our lives, even through moments of suffering or when we're not sure exactly mm-hmm. what it, why the Lord is asking of us uh, a certain response. Uh, Mary always kept a firm yes all the way to the foot of the cross. And she beheld her son. Did she have to say yes? In other, I, mean, I get this question a lot. Like, was she actually free, or was she just? Did she have no choice in it? She just had to say yes. Or is there actually freedom in her response? 
I, I really believe that she was free. God, it does not force any of us. Uh, I'm free every day to say yes. And I know that that's uh, the way in which God has uh, constituted us. He could have made us uh, differently, but he wants us to live in freedom so that our response to God is not mandated, but it's always a response to his love. So Mary uh, was free. Uh, She was so full of grace and was God's uh, certainly received uh, Mm -hmm. beforehand uh, the merit of Christ's passion and death. But Mary is still free to say yes or no uh, in her life. Yes, uh, preserved from uh, the stain of original sin. I think St. Thomas Aquinas famously said that she is freer to make the decision that she made, perhaps, than anyone else who is under the ancient curse. So, um, Bishop Quinn, um, we are... uh, Glad that you are joining us. For those who are just tuning in to our program today, we have Bishop John Quinn from the Diocese of Winona, Rochester, as we're reflecting on that Gospel of the Annunciation, verses 26 through 38 in the first chapter of the Gospel of Luke. You know, earlier in our broadcast, Bishop, we were talking about the importance of sacramentals, leading us to the sacraments, Mary taking us to Christ. Now, you know, she set apart, as Father Gross just said, from all of creation, because she, she was without sin, but I think so what does that have to do with us as people? Can, can we approach her? Or what, what's the advantage of approaching her? Or people say, oh, I don't want Mary to come between me and Jesus. Well, what, I mean, what could you say to us for those who are confused about that? Well, I would say what I have learned in my own life, that uh, Mary always brings me to her son, Jesus Christ. That when I'm praying the rosary, I'm praying the mysteries of our redemption and the rosary not only is the way in which we honor Mary, but we honor her son, who brings us uh, to the Trinity. So Mary is not uh, ever inviting us to just know her. To know Mary is to know her son, Jesus Christ. To know Jesus Christ is to know his Father, um, and also to then know the Holy Spirit. So She is, for us, uh, uh, an intercessor. She is, for us, uh, you know, we we use that special term for her as not just a saint, but a very special saint, because in her body, she was the first tabernacle. She brought God into the world. But Mary would always, she says in the Gospel of John, do whatever he tells you, that she's going to bring us to her son. Mm -hmm. And she brings us to her son with such love, you know, because on the cross, uh, he's told, um, behold your mother. That's for all of us. Yes. And in the final minute or two that we have left with you, Bishop, I was thinking of something I saw many years ago in a commentary where when you look at the Vulgate translation from this passage, the first question Mary asks, uh, quo modo fiat, you know, how can this be since I have not had relations with a man? A very reasonable question. But then it changes when she says, be it done unto me according to your word, fiat voluntus tua. And we use that word fiat as kind of a shorthand for Mary's yes. We're not talking about the Italian car manufacturer. (laughs) But uh, uh, Mary's yes, her fiat. So can you speak a little bit about how she kind of moves things from that skepticism and doubt to that firm um, clinging to God's promises with her yes? I really, you know, when I pray that passage, and every time I do, of course, the Lord 
always reveals something fresh or new. But uh, I think Mary is speaking of the amazement, uh, and it's more uh, from, as I pray it, that she's just amazed that God could do all of this. And in some ways even, you know, how can all this be? Meaning she feels so unworthy of all of this. And yet she knows that God will make it possible. So I don't see it so much as a doubt as it is being aware of God's immense power and that God will do this in her. And then I I love when she says, let it be done to me. Mm -hmm. uh, And then the, the angel gives her one kind of assurance. Go check with Elizabeth, because yeah. she who was thought was barren is now in her sixth month. So that that's the only guarantee she gets. If if God said that he would make Elizabeth uh, fruitful, just think what God's going to do to you, Mary. And Mary right. uh, heads into the hill country. Well, thank you very much, Bishop, for your time today. And before we let you go, if we can ask you to uh, give us your blessing. I certainly will. The Lord be with you. And with with your your spirit. spirit. Blessed be the name of the Lord. (laughs) Now and forever. Our help is in the name of the Lord. Who made heaven and earth. And may Almighty God bless you, the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Bishop Quinn, thank you very much, and uh, blessings to you during this Christmas, upcoming Christmas time, and to all of the uh, good people of the Diocese of Winona, Rochester. Thank you very much. Thank you, and thank you for the wonderful celebration we had here at the Feast of Our Lady of Guadalupe, and we had a wonderful turnout of of, of support uh, for Real Presence Radio, and we look forward, of course, to having you back next year, and even more people. Blessings on your work and uh, to everyone, a very blessed Christmas. Bless your heart. Thanks so much to you. We appreciate that. Now, coming up in our final segment of the day, we have Colleen and Mary with us, who will share with, ho- share with us how the Lord has worked miracles at the Pregnancy Help Center. Father Jason Leffer and I, Father James Gross, are broadcasting live from the J-Mart, the General Store in Pizek, North Dakota, and we'll be right back with more Real Presence Live after this. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network.